Hello, everybody, and welcome, or welcome back to Gen Z's Guide to Politics. My name is Rachel, and I'm one of your co-hosts here today on the podcast, and I'm here with my other lovely co-host. Do you want to introduce yourself, co-host? Hi, my name is Pauline. Well, little dancy dance that you can't see. Um, I'm your other co-host, um, and yeah, thank you for joining us today. Yes, we're so happy to have you here on our podcast. There's been a lot happening in the world, and we're happy to be back and talking about a couple of the different things that are going on. So look out for more coming from us soon. If you want to keep updated on what we're doing, where we're at, we post pretty consistently on TikTok and Instagram. Both of those are at Gen Z's Guide to Politics. Hopefully, you can still follow our TikTok, which is what we're going to talk about today a little bit. But before we jump into that, Pauline, do you have anything else for us? I mean, other than that, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say. Like, everything in the world has been so overwhelming, and I'm sure that everybody else has noticed this, but, like, and I know that I should be focusing on, like, the things that are happening in the country, but sometimes it is so overwhelming that I'm like, huh, there's a hole in my comforter. I should fix that instead of worrying about France burning on fire. So if you've also been feeling overwhelmed, we get that, and that's fair. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, so valid. We see you. We truly do. Which is why we're here today, because I think it helps when you have somebody to unpack the situation with and like discuss it with. So we're always here for that. And, um, you know, we always have conversations, of course, on our social media platforms and everything. But um, the podcast is also a place for that. Like Pauline and I are here to talk about it with y'all. So hopefully we can understand it more together and all feel a little less alone and overwhelmed so but we can jump into it now so as i referenced before right um tiktok is she saying is she going uh this week on the bachelorette we'll find out i guess congress likes to get rid of everything that's fun and wonderful um as we know so we're talking about how the app tiktok which i think we all know could possibly be banned with a new bill that's coming into Congress. And this bill would potentially give the, you know, government and the president power to completely ban an application and like remove it from the app store and make us completely unable to access it and use it. So I think it's important we talk about it because it has a lot to do with our privacy our first amendment rights it's a you know a big issue with that and with our own individual security so i think it's time for us to jump in what do you think pauline are you ready yeah no i think that's a great idea They're trying to get rid of our little joys, aka TikTok. And we've seen this happen before, but usually we didn't really have like much cause for concern, right? People were talking about TikTok, you know, usually they when they bring this up, it's like in relation to like national security and like um and things like that, cybersecurity. And 
that was sort of what they had tried to say before when they wanted to ban it before. When they did try to ban it before, obviously they weren't successful because we're all still using TikTok and have it on our phones. But Congress is stating that they're concerned that about apps like TikTok as well, so TikTok and other apps, because they could pose a national security threat. They believe that the people who are running TikTok are working with the Chinese government and the Chinese Communist Party to gather our personal data while we scroll through the app and use the app. So we know for a fact that TikTok is a way for people to find community, connect with each other, and they, of course, you know, for this reason, categorize it as a means of communication, like a communication-based application. And that, you know, of course makes sense. That's what social media is, right? Michael McCall, I have a quote from this this dude, Michael McCall. He's part of the Foreign Affairs Committee in Congress. And he stated, he has a quote um, where he's literally talking about how it's a way for the Communist Party to get into your phone and like watch you through your camera like he stated quote tiktok is a backdoor way that the chinese communist party can get into your phone and sensitive data and keystrokes and passwords it is like putting a spy balloon in your telephone recently shochu who is the ceo of tiktok testified in front of congress And when he was testifying in front of Congress, he was sort of going there to state his case about why TikTok shouldn't be censored and why we should, you know, keep the app, you know, open and on the app store and everything and available for use, essentially. He stated that the Chinese government had never asked for American data and that, you know, it had never been given to them because they hadn't asked. He also stated that American data will be stored on American soil and by an American company. And Congress has really pushed for this bipartisan bill, like I said, and Joe Biden is on board with it as well. They're pushing for this bill that will essentially allow for the app to be completely banned, like he could issue a nationwide like ban on the app and using it now. You've probably all seen the videos on the internet where the members of Congress are asking kind of like crazy questions like in these hearings, like, and they're, you know, asking things that are along the lines of like, oh, well, like if I have to, you know, get onto a Wi-Fi network to use TikTok, then like, can the the Chinese government get in through like my Wi-Fi? Can they like get into my Wi-Fi and like look (laughs) around and it's like that that tells me that you don't even understand the basic technology of like a Wi-Fi network and how like to get on the internet you have to be on like it just like is so <laughs> Pauline like is like Pauline's face has just been like building with laughter because it's like like literally what can you like how I don't know. I I feel like it's pretty easy to understand like even my parents were like that you have to be on the internet to use like, or you have to be on a Wi-Fi network to use the internet. Like, everybody knows that. And these people don't even understand that. So, crazy. And that's concerning because these people are, are making a really life-changing countrywide decision about completely getting rid of and removing an app from the app store and for people to use. And they don't even understand 
the full like scale and all the intricacies of the issue and the technology that they're talking about. And so they're essentially making the decision for people's businesses, for people's like source of financial income, for a source of, you know, communities, for so many different communities. They're taking away networking for like a lot of different industries, like everything like that. Like they're they're essentially making a decision about completely removing that from people's everyday lives. And they don't even understand what they're talking about, you know? So it's like, it doesn't really make sense why they should be making the call on that issue, you know? Dude, do you, how do you fix your Wi-Fi when your router is down? If you cannot answer that question, why are you making decisions about blocking? TikTok um, happened since like the day of recording because Rachel did these notes a few days ago. So I was like, oh, let me see what's going on. So AOC, we all know who AOC is. I'm not going to... I'm not gonna say her full name because we all know who she is mm-hmm. um and she has problems in her own like we've we've said our critiques about her here and there but also at the same time she's a better good than she is bad she doesn't want for the bill she is like literally if it wasn't for tiktok we would not have had such a great turnout for the 2022 midterms which i started to film a tiktok and i mean maybe i'll put one out today but i started to film a tiktok about this i was just so frustrated because me and rachel spent I think almost an entire month last year talking about how to vote, how do you vote? Um, People who have neurodivergency or, you know, autism or social anxiety, you know, like they can, they can get their ballots sent to their home and they can vote at home and then they can send it back out. Like that's what I did. And it was so gratifying. I, I voted in my fucking underwear, put it in my mailbox, voted. We made TikToks about it. We made like good TikToks. Like Rachel went in there with like an editing app and like did some stuff and she was real fancy with it. Like, you know, we I made I spent hours making Canva posts on voting. Like you can scroll back and find these things. And like it wasn't just us. Like we weren't even that popular at the time. I think maybe we had like maybe like 700 followers. Like we didn't have a lot at the time. But so many TikTokers spent so much time teaching people how to vote. Things that they should know too. Cause also at the same time America doesn't offer, like, so if you take Australia, for instance, like, they, there is, like, a day, a year, they do not work, they do not go to school, they vote. That, that's what they do, they vote. Like, there's an entire Bluey episode about it, and my little brother was so funny, because my parents, God rest their souls, I'm kidding, they're still alive, they don't vote, they're voting this year, this is, this is going to be their first year voting. I'm helping my mom register to vote after we do my taxes. Um, and we're going to request an at-home ballot. And, um, but he was, my little brother goes, you guys vote, right? <laughs> He's like, y'all vote so they don't tear down the trees. So like my little brother's only concept of government is that they can vote on whether or not to tear down trees. It's literally <laughs> the Lorax. Oh my God. Yeah, no, Andrew is the Lorax. Wait, we need to give him like a full like camp kind of fit where it's like a Lorax oh, style. Like we don't need to give him anything. That man will go into his bedroom, pull out a tutu, pull out a dress, pull out pants, pull out a shirt, pull out a scarf, looking like he's from Vogue. And like also, he has these like hair extensions that he puts in his hair, and he's like, "How do I look?" I love it. <laughs> what okay. do you think? Of- <laughs> like he is very fluid in his outfits. I love that. He's, he's so funny. I love it. 
Yeah, but anyway, why are these people voting on something that they don't even have to deal with? TikTok has been a great way for us to be able to communicate with one another, to find one another, to have community. And community is so important, especially like, I love community. Fucking hate touching people. Jesus Christ, I hate it. But I love talking to people. I love it. And humans are very social creatures. Like, we need community like we do to flourish. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, there's a lot of, I mean, it's the whole reason we made this podcast. There's a lot of communication that a lot of people, like, there's so many things that people are just uneducated about. And TikTok does a great job. And these personal creators do a great job at educating people on these topics. Mm -hmm. And they just, like, they don't want us to have that. Because ignorance is the greatest way to do things behind people's backs because if you're ignorant to what's happening you're not going to notice when things are changing <laughs> literally <laughs> like no and and pauline is is completely correct like tiktok is not just like for like community like even speaking from personal experience right like i you know as a type 1 diabetic before i got on tiktok and found that there was like a bunch of other type 1 diabetics i felt way more isolated like living with my condition than before when i found that there was like all these people who were like oh like do a dexcom change with me or like oh like take my insulin with me everything like that like it made me feel way less alone it made me feel like more motivated to take care of myself like it just it it created like a community like it gave me people to talk to about what i was going through and it's it's a great way to create that between people but also it it's also like even things like that right like there's so many small businesses who build their communities right or who go to find the communities that would benefit from their services and would enjoy their products or buy their products like they go to tiktok in order to like find that right and in order to like market themselves and so like how are these people gonna stay financially stable like tiktok is you know it's an advertising platform it is a community platform it is literally any platform that you want it to be there are there are very few of them there are very few, like a, a little handful. I could put them all in my hand, like Congress people that are on TikTok. And like they're, they literally use the platform to educate people on bills that are getting like put on the floor, and like how to stop them. There's a North Carolina uh, woman who talks about all the bills that are coming through like North Carolina right now. Like we, we're one of the only, well, we were, um, we were one of the only states to offer abortion. They just passed a total abortion bill in uh, North Carolina. But there are people that, like, it literally, they devote so much time and hours to just educating people and spreading awareness on things. And so, like, that, you know, if that goes away, like, I don't know, it's just, and it's it's a good way to have, like, accessibility, right? And no way, in no way at all are we saying that TikTok should be your first source of, like, information. You know, there's also things, like, there's the alt-right you know pipeline on tiktok or like the algorithm like the way it pushes things to you like you can get some like not so great stuff on tiktok but that's the same with like every other social media platform so like there's not a huge difference there is what we're saying i'm so sorry i just wanted to correct myself so the house bill 533 it's titled human life protection act of 2023 was introduced by members of North Carolina House Freedom Caucus on Wednesday. <laughs> Caucus. It would ban abortion starting at point of conception. 
um, except for when necessary to preserve the life of the mother. And an objectively cruel move, it does not contain exceptions for rape or incest. This is the most extreme Republican bill in North Carolina, um, but it's not likely to become law and it hasn't actually passed yet. Mm. Okay, I just wanted to correct myself. If you're still, but like North Carolina, our um, abortions have gone up 47% since Roe versus Wade got thrown out, which is, I mean, crazy. But, you know, they're going in there. Mm-hmm. Salute your doctors because they're aborting. And and your clinic escorts. We stand. Oh my them. God, yes. You better bring them yes. a fucking red velvet cake. Baby bring them some flowers. Bring them some flowers. Yeah. So the TikTok CEO, Shochu, who, you know, testified in front of congress the other day and everything somebody called him mr chewy like during the testimony that's so whack i'm like huh okay (laughs) there's also a parent company right called um bite dance who is also part of this equation but shochu is just the ceo of tiktok and everything and so when he gave his testimony you know he was very like He was well rehearsed. He was, you know, very like on the ball with his answers. Articulate. Yeah. He did a good job, you know, answering the questions. And it was great because, you know, I think it really pointed out to people that like TikTok is definitely not what these politicians are painting it out to be. But also we do want to make the statement that, you know, Despite the fact that we are united in this, like, issue and everything, we also understand that, like, you know, TikTok is an app that does mistreat some of its creators and there are some concerning things happening, you know, in terms of, like, the algorithm and how it pushes, like, right-wing ideology and everything. So we just wanted to make this that sort of, like, caveat of, like, TikTok does have problems with the way it treats creators and the way it pays them, the way that it censors certain information and not other information. But, you know, we are united in the sense of, like, TikTok should not be censored, right? Because there were some, like, legitimate, like, concerns. Like, there was a woman who asked, is it true that TikTok put, like, suppresses Black content? Mm -hmm. Like, there was somebody who did ask that question. And those are, like, legitimate questions. Yeah, like those are more, you know, interesting and significant questions because they will have an impact again on the way that people receive information, right? So, you know, if they're suppressing black content and pushing out like white supremacist shit for for example, right? That would be a concerning thing that Congress should definitely address. But instead, they were like, so wait, when we use the filters, they can get into our eyes, right? And track our eyes and see our day. And it's like, no, that's absolutely crazy. Why would you think that? But I also wanted to say, right, like, you know, he, he did a really good job testifying and he did make the statement that the government of China had never asked for American information and that, you know, they wouldn't have given it to them because they never asked. And, you know, why would they have a reason to? But I just thought that it was kind of crazy the way that some of the Congress people were talking to Show Chu, to Mr. Chu, and the way that they're like kind of just deciding that anything and everything that comes out of China is bad or meant to hurt us. And like, I don't know, I guess there were some moments where it was like they there was a woman who was asking a question about like, so so the Chinese Communist Party has never 
ever asked for the information from like American information. And he was like, no, like that he just answered the question was like, no, they have never asked for that information. And there's no public evidence either that would point to that. Right. So then she's like, well, I find that hard to believe. It's like, well, what is he supposed to say to that? You know, how how do you argue with that? It's like if you don't believe him, then you don't believe him. Then you don't believe him. Like you're here to ask valid questions. I can have valid answers. He gave you a valid question. You don't have to act like a piece of trash by telling him that he's lying because he's in a court of law. Like it would be incredibly illegal if he did lie. Right. And why, like, why would you assume? Cause I, I, I have a feeling that if the CEO was like white, that they would not have, or European perhaps like, let's use that comparison I have a feeling they wouldn't that have they, acted the same. They would not. They wouldn't have called him like Mr. Chewy, like they did. Like that's so disrespectful. Like you just don't treat people like that when they're there to give a professional testimony about a really significant decision and bringing your bigoted opinion. It it just really it just rubs you the wrong fucking way about our nation's leaders. I'll say that. I feel tired of it personally. But also this is really significant because it brings into question like what about the other apps like they could ban like any app they wanted really oh yeah this... that was the, there was a creator who was talking about that i'm so sorry and she was saying that um riot games is owned by a chinese company riot games produces things like genshin impact genshin impact is incredibly popular like here but also so any game that is owned by riot games would be banned under this act mm-hmm. And again, that's owned by Riot Games. And there are tons of companies that own Chinese games that we play online that would get blocked. There's, like, tons of... you. Do you watch illegal movies online? Well, guess what? You won't anymore. You can't tell me that no congressperson has ever been, like... Because they also don't know how to use VPNs. It's very clear they wouldn't know how to use a VPN to find a movie that way. So yeah. I, I doubt that none of these bitches have ever you know, not pirated a goddamn movie off the internet. Like, you know what I'm saying? How many of these people grew up in the Stone Ages? It's like they had to have the created. St- like, you can't argue with me. Come on. Like, Mitch McConnell? That bitch oh, my God, like, no. That's literally Franklin the Turtle. <laughs> that bitch was, like, around when the first fish started to walk. I have a feeling. Um, no, really. And here's the other thing that I want everybody to remember. And this is where I need you to listen to me really carefully. This is where this, I'm going to talk to you how I talk to my kids at work. Okay, so a lot of the Congress people were claiming this is about the kids. This is about the kids. This is about the kids. If it was really about the kids, why are black children still getting shot by police officers? Why are school shootings still happening? Why are we not increasing mental health um, care in schools? Why are we not increasing physical care in schools? Why are we not putting more money into foster care systems? Why are we not putting more money into foster care parents? Why are we not putting more money into school supplies? Why are we not putting more money into food banks and stuff like that? And here is a wonderful example of that. As previously stated, I live in North Carolina. I volunteer my time at a food shelter. However, back in the 80s, we were going to build a homeless shelter, built the homeless shelter, set it up, and then North Carolina introduced something called Not In My Backyard. So if somebody says they don't want this in their backyard, we can't be there. So that is why there is not a homeless shelter in Brunswick County, and that's why there's not a lot of them in North Carolina. 
so there's that but if this was really about the children why are we not taking care of them in ways that we should be because quite frankly tiktok is much less harmful than sending your school your child to school and they could possibly not come home yeah so you know circling back to tiktok and everything what we're saying is that like this is really concerning and i think to me it's concerning because like it also brings into question like our own individual security and privacy and i can't believe that republicans who are anti-government overreach are like oh yeah this is great this is fine it's just wild to me but anyway but there are some republicans that don't believe it's a good idea to ban right um, yeah there's like like, do you want to lose all of your votes of young people for the next like 50 years yeah well that's the thing it's it's interesting to watch because there's definitely sides of republicans who are for it and against it and it's the same way with democrats right so that's like it's a bipart it's very much a bipartisan issue it's like both parties are for it and there's also people who are against it so it's going to be really interesting to watch how stuff continues to shape and and mold and form but we're interested to hear what you guys have to say about what's going on what was the funniest thing that you heard a congressperson say in that testimony i want to end it on that on a happy note right i think mine my favorite was definitely the one where the guy was like wait so the filters like they scan your pupils and they can see how dilated they are and he was like well the filter just needs to be able to find where your eyes are so it can spot the right you know place on your face to put the and he's like no but the pupils they dilate and then the camera (laughs) takes that was like my favorite moment because he was foaming at the mouth this congressperson (laughs) foaming at the mouth about dilated pupils he sounded what like a- like a high school like drug like officer being like your pupils are dilated what fucking substance are you on and it's just like seven in the morning and you're under fluorescent lights like <laughs> no my favorite moment was definitely on the does the tiktok connect to my wi-fi does it read my wi-fi and and so too is like well you have to you have to get on Wi-Fi to use the internet. So n- not exact. Yes, not exact. I don't, not the way you're talking about it. <laughs> no, it was literally, okay. I don't know if anybody has ever seen Avatar The Last Airbender, but I love Avatar The Last Airbender. Really quick, there's a character named Toph and she's blind. And no, it was literally like when she would point at somebody and be like, ah, that's the bad guy. And they'd be like, Toph, what are you talking about? And she'd be like, guys, I'm blind. <laughs> like, they were literally like, ah, we so got funny. him and then they would be pointing at a wall <laughs> you don't have anything sir because you're not pointing at anything and your point is wrong yes so yeah let us know your favorite moments from you know this congressional hearing we we would love to hear them but if you enjoy this podcast then give us a like and a follow on spotify and apple you know wherever you're listening to it we would really love to have your support and it helps us out so much when you guys do that. You can also leave a review if you would like, which would be cool. And we have a five-star rating. Yes. Five yes. fingers to the face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. 
No, you're good. You're so good. Um, but yeah, so you can also follow us on TikTok and Instagram, which are both at Gen Z's Guide to Politics for more info and to see when we're posting, what we're up to. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening and hanging out with us. And hopefully TikTok won't go away. I hope. With whatever happens, we will still be here. So thanks for listening. We hope you have a great day, a great weekend, a great evening, a great whatever. And we will talk to you later. Bye.